and welcome back boys and girls for yet another special edition of the Michael Deacon program. Joining me in a moment is Mr. Jeffrey Prather. He is a retired army officer, ex-DEA special agent, former DIA intelligence officer, turned a whistleblower, and of course, targeted by our very own government. Jeff has once again returned to the program. Ladies and gentlemen, give a warm welcome to Mr. Jeffrey Prather. And with me right now is Mr. Jeffrey Prather. How's it going, my friend? Real good. Good to be back with you. Oh, yes. It's been uh, since 2020 was exactly the, the last time you were here. Sometime in, I think it might have been July. And it seems like you bounced around uh, quite a bit since the last time we spoke. That's Yes, that's true. I keep getting thrown off stuff. I got thrown off Fox and Laura Ingram and Drudge and YouTube and, well, the, the radio yeah, I was on the James Tierra show and got thrown off there. Then I had Maya show and got thrown off there. Then YouTube then got thrown off there. <laughs> yeah, right. And well, I can understand YouTube, but why did Fox give you the axe? If, if did they give you a reason at all, Jeff? Well, no. The last time I think I was on the Laura Ingram show when um, it was the uh, murder trial for the murderers of Brian Terry, who was the BORTAC Border Patrol uh, tactical agent who was murdered uh, very near uh, where I was in Tucson with fast and furious guns. And they wanted, they wanted the government, the DOJ, wanted to exclude the two AK-47 murder weapons from the trial. And I said, why would you ever exclude murder weapons from a murder trial unless you're trying to cover something up. And they were fast and furious guns. And then I went and started talking about how Eric Holder uh, was a liar uh, and had run uh, the guns. Uh, and of course, that's how I became a big uh, whistleblower right. uh, by exposing the DEA's deal with the Sinaloa cartel uh, to run drugs north via the Sinaloa cartel in exchange for the fast and furious guns going south while the Sinaloa cartel gave up other cartels. Um, and, uh, you know, they didn't want to hear that. They didn't want to hear anything about uh, Holder. They didn't want to hear that the Fast and Furious emails went right to the White House. Um, so that was the end of my Fox interview <laughs> career. That's right. And it was a good time while it lasted, I'm, I'm sure, for you. <laughs> well, Glenn Beck started off on CNN and then went to Fox and just, you know, had to keep moving on. So I'm... I'm uh, and Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson used to email with me. So um, I think I'm in good company. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. For sure. A lot of people that leave Fox don't really leave on the right terms to to be quite honest with you, my friend. But I'm sure I'm sure there, there was a lot of uh, strangeness that occurred on your behalf. Uh, someone got into someone's ear and uh, they gave you the axe, my friend. It happens. Oh, and before that, of course, I got fired from uh the Drug Enforcement Administration, because I was a 19-year uh, special agent, 1811 criminal investigator with never a bad evaluation, never charged. Uh, and again, that's because I was exposing uh, the DEA's deal. And of course, that is actually revealed uh, and proven in the Niebla Zambada federal trial, where Niebla Zambada was a uh, Sinaloa cartel member, and he testified uh, that he had a deal with the DEA, and then later on, other DEA agents testified to the same thing. So I was proven, you know, this was, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Right. 
And, you know, I was saying stuff like the DEA's lying, the DOJ's lying, Eric Holder's lying, and they're changing reports. Uh, and back then, you know, people would look askance at me. And now, of course, it's like, well, of course, the DOJ lies and the attorney general lies and they change reports, you know, Kleinsmith and everything. Um, but it's nice to be validated in the end. I would have to say so myself if that went on with me and I went up against the the um, alphabet boys as, as well as you have, my friend, and that you were in some sort of a lawsuit with the DOJ. And you explained that before here on this program. But for those who don't know much about you and this is the very first time they hear about Mr. Jeffrey Prather, I thought we could sort of just sort of, you know, touch lightly on your background before we just jump into all kinds of things. Just as a reminder, tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself and how you came to this point right now in real time, my friend. Sure. Um, so I um, I started out as a product of rape and I was adopted by a great family out of a, a St. Joseph's orphanage. So I was you know, blessed and saved from the very beginning. Uh, grew up uh, really uh, privileged. Uh, Got to train in martial arts, got to know my uh, uh, Indian roots. My birth mom, turns out, was from Comanche, uh, Oklahoma Indian Territory. Uh, and I joined the Army uh, and uh, became a military intelligence officer. I'd been a, I'd gone to airborne school as a cadet, so I was able to go straight into SOCOM, Special Operations Commander Bragg. Went into Force PSYOPs Group, Force Psychological Operations Group, commanded an airborne operational detachment which would attach to seven special forces, the Green Berets and the Rangers. That was the 80s. Spent a lot of time on the uh, Nicaraguan border, in fact, crossed the border uh, covertly. Uh, and I saw close up the uh, cocaine, uh, Clinton, uh, Contra, cash uh, covert operation and how that helped build the Clinton cartel of death uh, and how that went array, awry. And because uh, most people, Thought of Ali North as a great guy, I never did, and because um, I knew what was going on. And I then left active duty as a captain and uh, went over to the uh, Drug Enforcement Administration. Uh, became a uh, special agent, a primary firearms instructor, and a snowcap special operator. Uh, spent a decade on the Nogales, Arizona, Nogales, Sonora border which is extremely busy, did all kinds of cross-border, under-border, tunnel-border, airborne uh, you know, operations, and also deployed as a snowcap operator to Central and South America. And at the same time, I was also, because of my background, um, I'd gotten to go, when I transferred over to 7 Special Forces, I'd gone to some surgical shooting schools. Uh, I was recruited uh, by a... Um, special intelligence unit uh, that supported uh, tier one intelligence. And so through my career, I was dual credentialed, uh, both CONUS, continental United States, and OCONUS, outside continental United States. So I could do a lot of things legally under different hats. Uh, and I saw a lot of the um, frackery, uh, you know, going on first with um, the Contras, uh, and the CIA, uh, and then with uh, Fast and Furious. And so now I'm able to recognize that because what's going on with Big Pharma uh, and the CIA and Moderna and DOD and Ukraine is the same thing I saw decades ago. It's just on a much bigger scale. 
uh, now. And so I was able to talk very intelligently and from an inside uh, insider's perspective that most people, very few people have right. uh, uh, in the space. Um, and uh, I guess the other crucial thing is there's a, uh, uh, and there I think it came out in Revolver uh, News maybe that um, the DEA has a, because uh, I'm not going to reveal any classified information, even though I don't have a top secret clearance anymore, that the DEA had a, um, a group, they do, it's called Special Operations Group, uh, and there sits uh, all the intelligence people, um, CIA, NSA, NRO, and they collect uh, SIGINT, OCONUS, and then they pass that uh, classified uh, OCONUS SIGINT intelligence across the uh, way to federal law enforcement to be used as uh, law enforcement evidence. And they say, but you've got to develop your own PC, probable cause, because you can't reveal sources and methods uh, of intelligence, which, of course, really is fruit of the poisonous tree. Uh, and that's really what is now done constantly all the time and why you see them trying to set up Trump with uh, fake intel uh, documents. Uh, and you see the whole J6 thing happening is because they have set it all up. They keep running it. The FBI is now infamous for running uh, their Muslim uh, terror cases by setting up some hapless Muslim kid who had no guns, no explosives. He might have been mad at the United States because he was um, propagandized, but he had no way to do anything. They set the whole thing up and they give him a target. They give him false explosives. Uh, and then they arrest him and say, look, we've stopped another terrorism case. But in reality, it's the FBI, the DHS, the CBP bringing in terrorists and trafficking children uh, now and trafficking uh, drugs. Um, and I can clearly explain all that through the analyzed information, which is intelligence and fact based truth, which is evidence, which is admissible in court. Right. And the FBI has a long track record of uh, doing these sort of things to individuals in, in regards to what you were saying, you know, they set them up, they try to get them to commit acts of terror, like that pizza delivery guy, I remember a few years back, um, they were trying to get him to do some stuff. And uh, he was about 21 years old. And the FBI loves to do this, by the way. And it's, it's also safe to say that history seems to repeat itself. I think you would agree with me on that one. Yes, if you study history, uh, and if you study scripture, then you can pretty much see what's happening. The relevant book that I refer everybody to is Sir John Glubb's Fate of Empires, which shows he just looks at all the big empires and he, and they all last about 250 to 275 years uh, because empires are built upon self-sacrifice and they are destroyed by uh, selfishness. Absolutely. Uh, that's where we're at now. And then you know, I also I'm also a chaplain, Christian chaplain. I have uh, ChristChaplaincy.com, and if you look at Scripture, uh, with the activation of Israel as a state in the day, which fulfills all kinds of Torah, Old Testament um, prophecies, that takes us to Revelation. And if you look at the mark, uh, no one could buy or sell without the mark. Uh, you start to see um, all that happening. The the war, the 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 coming great war. In Israel, uh, it, so scripture and history are uh, following themselves uh, right along very clearly. That's right. And if anybody wants to look back 
and try to make sense of anything and everything that's been going on uh, for the last, uh, well, since I guess the 50s, really, go back and look at Operation Mockingbird. Some say that went away, but I say it's evolved, and it's still pretty much uh, embedded into everything we see on television and everything we see in the papers, and you get the point, Jeff. Definitely, I would agree. Yeah, I'd say it's all, it's all evolved. You know, I, the Fast and Furious was an international covert gun running operation uh, into Mexico. Benghazi was an international covert gun running operation. Uh, uh, then uh, Syria was an international gun, run, gun running operation. Uh, then Afghanistan was the same thing. Ukraine was, and now Gaza is. And uh, that's all one part of what I call the dark economy uh, of the deep state, the dark economy being weapons, drugs, and people. Uh, and that's because the deep state, which is the intelligence community, which is then aligned with the global cabal, which is the international intelligence community, uh, they can, uh, you know, you and I have to play by the rules of work. Yeah. They can run stuff through diplomatic pouches, which means they can run people, weapons, and drugs. And that's what you see uh, coming across. You see the global cabal via uh, the deep state, the intelligence communities running people, drugs, uh, and weapons uh, across the borders. Right. Uh, that's how that's how I see it. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I have brought in Freeway Ricky Ross on this program many moons ago, and we were talking about Gary Webb and all the cocaine and all these sort of uh, aspects of uh, American American life, the underbelly of American life and existence and how things actually work in America. And he's under the agreement, and I'm sure so are you, that we are the biggest importers and exporters of uh, drugs and people. Oh, yeah, we are. We are definitely, yes. America and Europe are awash, drenched in drugs. At least a quarter, maybe a half of the population is drugged up and therefore dumbed down. And therefore, uh, now it's human trafficking. Now it's running uh, particularly children because they can be, um, uh, they move themselves, they can be bought and sold. Uh, and I've done a little bit of child rescue, not not a lot, but um, but yeah, I agree. And, you know, Ricky Ross, that's a name for the, and, you know, another name for the past was Barry Seal. And of Barry course, Seal. Tom Cruise made his movie. But a lot, a lot of people don't know is Barry Seal had uh, served in special forces as well, because uh, special forces often get chopped uh, the CIA. Out of the OSS came CIA and special forces. Do you think we should get rid of the, well, not entirely get rid of them, but maybe get rid of uh, most of the people that work for the CIA and the FBI? No, I I would say get rid of it. If we could, get rid of get the rid CIA of and get rid of the FBI. And I've interviewed CIA officers, intelligence officers, and I was a DIA intelligence officer. Right. Uh, and I've just interviewed a while back Steve Friend and Garrett O'Boyle, the FBI uh, whistleblowers, and we all agree uh, they it's just so corrupted. It's not like a lot of people say just the guys at the top. Um, it's it is uh, totally corrupted. And um, but doesn't look like that's going to happen. Congress just gave them a new headquarters bigger than the Pentagon. Ah, it looks like go. they're going to uh, give them FISA back. Uh, and they're just going to continue to lie, rape, murder and steal. That sounds about right. Our. Our uh, government seems to have a long history of supporting uh, un unsavory characters, lots of uh, dictators, lots of people that we shouldn't be trusting. Uh, we seem to trust them. And, of course, we saw that with the Ukraine 
uh, re- most recently, I mean, there's a lot of uh, bad things out of the out of uh, Ukraine, uh, Jeff, and I still think we have to stop supporting all these uh, dictators out there. Well, the problem is that um, the CIA would always work on overthrowing other governments. And when you're working overseas, you want to recruit sources at the highest level, which is often police chiefs and generals overseas. Uh, but if you can, you know, uh, recruit uh, or control an executive officer, a president, then that's best. But that's now has what has happened to our government. Our government has been infiltrated through espionage and sabotaged, interdicted through sabotage. Uh, And so, you know, Biden is a pedophile and an illegitimate uh, president, not to mention just incompetent. Uh, And so is Harris. And the government doesn't do anything about it. And the the Customs and Border Protection, ICE, Immigration Customs Enforcement, DEA, they're running drugs and running people uh, daily. That's right. I mean, they lost several thousands of uh, kids, I believe, like 302,000 kids, I believe. They were all under the control of um, ICE and all those folks out there. And they don't know how they lost all these kids, um, Jeff. I, I wonder why or, or how. How's that possible? Well, it's it's purposeful. That's right. You know, that, that's the most important thing is... Uh, that's crazy, by the way. No, it's evil. It's, yeah, evil. This, it's evil. This is not accidental. Like Afghanistan was not, um, you know, an accident. They planned that. The, the 13 brave Marines, soldiers, sailors, and airmen who stood their post unto death were betrayed. Uh, they had identified the sniper. They weren't given reason to permission to fire. Uh, but I guess the big, the biggest story. Uh, or intelligence assessment that I covered last year. Well, there were a couple of big ones, but the biggest one was that um, October 7th, the Israeli government stood down for likely seven hours, pulled back and had um, planned and allowed that to happen. Right. Just like the, the same actors that were involved on, in, on 9-11 were the same actors that were involved on October uh, 7th. And it looks like the majority of people are falling for that again. They, they are. They're, they're taking it hook, line, and sinker yet again. I believe that there were some insiders involved with that one. And as you know, as well as I know, that Israel has the best of the best in terms of security and protocols. And that was easily manipulated by uh, some folks in hang gliders, they say. Yeah. Hang gliders. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, it's absurd. And, uh, and there's actually yeah. been plenty now. Of people who have come out and verified. I, General Flynn came on one of my shows and confirmed he's actually walked that border. But I've worked, I've walked lots of border, borders, right. and um, walked like worked lots of tunnels. So it was real clear. Um, but you know that's the purpose. Um, and we just had a looks like an Air Force guy uh, self-immolate himself in D.C. at the um, uh, Israeli embassy, and it looks like the media is covering that up now because of the Gaza genocide. Oh, really? Another person? Uh, is this the, the gentleman who set themselves on fire? Yeah, last year there was a, somebody in, in Atlanta, but this guy was uh, in uniform. Yeah, in uniform. Calm, mm-hmm. Air Force, and, uh, and said he's, he can't go along with the genocide. I assume since he's in the Air Force, he's got some, he had some inside intelligence seeing what's going on. But the last estimates I heard, 
29 to 30,000 Gazans uh, killed um, for whatever the number was that uh, they killed of Israelis. You know, and, and I'm not saying that uh, the Gazans didn't kill Israelis and slaughter right. civilians. And I'm not saying that planes didn't fly into buildings on 9-11. I'm saying that the government, uh, the FBI, CIA, Mossad, Shin Bet, Sayeret, uh, were all in on it. Yeah, they were all in on it. And 9-11 and COVID-19 have a staggering amount of similarities. Multiple foreign government agencies gave American agencies the heads up on what was being planned, yet they allowed it to happen, my friend. It seems like, at least to me that is, that they allow plenty of things to happen, and we've been seeing it all throughout history, Jeff. That's why I said history seems to repeat itself. It's a, the strangest thing. Yep, uh, it is. And um, I think the reason is because they control uh, the media. Now they're losing media control. Right, right. Because of alternative media, like uh, your show and my show and, and many others. Uh, so they're losing more control. They used to be able to control and own just the three uh, major networks and the major newspapers, so they're losing control. And I think they're getting more desperate. So I think we are beginning to to win because people are rejecting uh, uh, all of the lies and the and the gene modifications and right. the rest of it. And of course, you can find the Jeffrey Show at the Parade. It's called the Prather Point. You could just look that up on Google or wherever you find your podcast, and you'll find his show. In case anyone's wondering, so we got that out of the way there, Jeff, that quickly. But I yeah, wanted Jeff, to... com is the Braithor point. Yep. There you go. And I wanted to bring up COVID-19 once again here in Operation Warp Speed. I think that's going to always play a role in terms of how the public, those that are thinking, those that are there, not like the, the rest of the, the majority out there with the lights on but no one home sort of syndrome, those who have been paying attention... Operation Warp Speed, you know, Trump likes to take a lot of credit for that. And he seems to have said that uh, several times throughout these rallies that he's been doing. And I always thought, you know, that's going to leave an asterisk or a bad taste in someone's mouth uh, hearing him say that. And uh, I'm, I'm sure his base out there, they, they don't probably give a rat's ass, uh, Jeff, to be honest with you about that. But I've always found that a, a little odd. Yeah, it's, it's the biggest concerning, you know... I, and I don't expect Trump to be perfect. Um, right, right. Uh, but uh, it is it is very troubling that he has no. And, I, and the people I, you know, when I have Clay Clark on, who knows Eric uh, Trump, you know, I'm all I'm always trying to say that. And there are some of my uh, folks that say Trump's listening to my stuff. I don't know, uh, but um, not confessing that he was. Uh, fooled by the constellation of corrupt staff around him right. is a huge problem. He should admit that, confess that, ask for forgiveness. I'm sure he would be granted it. But I think that um, the PREP Act, which started with HHS and then went to DOD, and so all the COVID um, frackery was brought under uh, a military emergency. Uh, and Sasha Latipova and George Webb have been great at um, really elaborating this and delineating this out um, allows everybody involved, at least for now, some degree of immunity uh, from civil liability that will eventually change. Uh, but I think that because he's been um, targeted by so many frivolous 
uh, and false uh, civil suits that uh, he's just not ready to give up uh, cover there. But he should. He should. He should do it. But uh, and it really, I think, is not is a false sense of immunity because it's all built on fraud. Right. And I'm also under the notion that I would say all presidents out there, they don't have the kind of power that we think that the public think they do. No, I think that the, um, you know, I mean, Biden is clearly not running anything. Exactly. Uh, there's clearly a double. Sometimes there's masks. You know, there's at least one double. You can look at the attached and non-attached earlobes, the eye color, the hairline. There's nothing new about that. Rulers have done that. Uh, yeah, for forever. Right. I don't know anything about clones, but masks have been around. Yeah. Intelligence for a long time, too. Even Melania had a double at one point, a couple times there. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I, there was a, a woman there standing next to Trump, and I remember plenty of people also pointing it out that that definitely was not Melania. Definitely didn't have the same facial features, but uh, body doubles have been going on forever now. Yeah, I mean, Mark Twain wrote about them, so... Uh, nothing new there, but the handlers are very obvious with uh, Pedo Joe. I call them Joe's Pedos, uh, uh, and it's just a, a real charade. It really is. It, it doesn't help that he's on video touching a lot of people. He's very hands-on, Jeff, for whatever reason. He's always wanting to touch uh, women, whether it's an older woman or a, or a very small child. He's in there. And it's not oh, a no, good... he's always grabbing yeah. children. He's always it's, fondling children. It's not a good uh, look. It's not a good look, that's for sure. That's the whole, uh, you know, frazzle drip, adrenochrome, crackery, uh, uh, evil that's going on there. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. It is. It really is. And uh, to be honest with you, I have some friends that are, are pretty liberal. And uh, some of them I would consider to be Democrats. And even those folks don't even like uh, Joe Biden, which I find pretty telling. So even to this day, I can't find one person in my personal life that actually likes Joseph Biden. <laughs> it's it's crazy. And and supposedly he wins by uh, eighty five billion. I don't know how. Uh, going back to Trump for one second, did you see the the sneakers he created? By the way, yes, I I did see that. Yeah. My goodness, those are probably the ugliest shoes I've ever seen, Jeff. I'm, I just got to be honest with you. <laughs> I would not be caught wearing those. I'm just being very truthful and honest with you. I don't know what they were thinking, but I, I guess there's going to be people out there that will buy those shoes and probably not wear them, but probably put them on display somewhere. I understand that, but holy Christ, do you think they could have made those shoes a lot better than that? <laughs> Yikes. Uh, well, he's, um, you know, he's doing the Trump thing and it works really well. It just worked really well in uh, South Carolina. But I don't really pay much attention to that because I don't think that there's any legitimate elections uh, going that's, on. Yeah, that's another thing I wanted to ask you, Jeff. I'm still under the impression in my mind and in my heart and my soul, I, I have a difficult time believing in the legitimacy of voting. Even a lot of people rave and shout and say, you got to vote, you got to vote. You can't just not vote. I've always been under that impression, even since I was in high school, Jeff. Even back then, I was very much hip to a lot of uh, the conspiracies people were saying were going on, but they weren't at that time, of course. But of course, now in hindsight, they've been going on since forever. But even back then, I was very under the notion that voting doesn't really mean anything. 
it's not really controlled by us. Um, it's always controlled by the upper echelon, those who allow oh, it. I, I think you, we should vote. Uh, and I think uh, Trump was an unexpected win. And I definitely think Trump gave us a respite from the tyranny of the deep state. Uh, but I have done a lot of uh, election uh, fraud work. And it's clear that uh, tampering goes on. Well, the, yeah. it's, it's a uh, remote control of the tabulations from Malaysia, from Spain, from Germany, um, from Indonesia, uh, all of those places. And that stuff's inside CISA. It's inside Cyber Infrastructure Security Agency. Uh, Dominion in particular, you know, I was um, real involved in the Konek case. And my organization, Team America, which is all volunteers, uh, Americans relying on God and each other, yeah. you can join at jeffreybraith.com. We're working on that. Uh, they vacated the offices in Michigan. Uh, there was a big um, court in Texas and then court in uh, California. But the feds kept coming up and, and cut and guided and controlling uh, the court so that the, the download of the servers that would have shown uh, that they controlled the uh, voting tabulations remotely via the internet uh, were never released. And the FBI just kept interfering and interfering because the FBI controls elections. The FBI is the, in my estimation, the domestic and the CIA, the foreign Praetorian guard of the fallen American Republic, which is now an empire, just as the Roman uh, Republic fell and became an empire, and the Praetorians controlled who would be allowed to be Caesar, and they did that by for their own best interests, and that's what the CIA and the FBI and the rest of the alphabets are are doing. Right, and you saw lots of those folks out there that you mentioned uh, on January sixth during the alleged uh, insurrection. Yeah, that was not an insurrection uh, at all, uh, and that that was another. Uh, false flag. And my friend, uh, former uh, fellow special forces and now uh, journalist uh, Michael Yan famously said that uh, false flags are not the exception. They are the rule. Uh, and that's you know very clear uh, with uh, January 6th. The guy, the FBI guy that ran uh, the Wolverine thing uh, from the, the militia guys who watched uh, Red Dawn too many times, um, uh, ran, you know, was imported to run uh, J6. And it's all it's all very clear um, and obvious to anyone who is not dumbed down and drugged up. Right, right. I, I remember politicians were comparing that to 9-11. They were saying it was worse than 9-11. I thought that was pretty funny. Pretty sad, yes. Really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pathetic, I know. It, it, that's just uh, the state that we live in. Uh, currently right now and i hate to say this but it seems like america isn't always exactly the good guys jeff no we are we are not we have lost so you know i say uh, america exceptional america was exceptional because of our exceptional love of life and freedom uh we loved life and freedom so much that we'd send our send our sons and daughters out to fight kill and die for it we would send uh we love life and freedom so much that we used to send our sons and daughters out to foreign lands to fight kill and die for it and what made us exceptional uh, was because after we won and when we were unleashed, we always win because the world, and I'm proud as a veteran to say, the world had never seen the like of the American warrior. 
we did something exceptional. We did something no one else in the world's ever done. We gave that country back, uh, such as Japan and Germany. Um, and no one else had ever done that. And that because that be, that came from our national ethics, um, which were about life and freedom. And our national ethics from our morals. And I say our morals, the, the centerpiece is Christic, that is uh, the Christ. But the bookends of that are Judaic, which is Torah, because Yeshua, Jesus, comes to fulfill Torah, Old Testament. And the other side of that uh, was native, tribal, um, because uh, the American government was founded upon the um, Confederation, the Iroquois Confederation, uh, and that's the basis uh, for all of that, for individual freedom as well. But regardless, that's all gone. We're now a, a godless nation uh, worshiping fallen uh, council, divine council demigods, uh, Baal, the bull on Wall Street of um, greed, Moloch, right. the child sacrifice where all the unborn babies are murdered uh, and sold or burned or uh, put into appeal flavoring, and uh, Ishtar, the transgender um, god goddess. That's where we're at now. That's where we're at now. That's another reason why we support Ukraine. We have uh, homosexual Nazis running around out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. it's pretty crazy. If it was a movie, you'd say it was too, it was too stupid to be true. But made by Disney. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty strange thing. And another thing, just to quickly wrap up this side of it in terms of what's going on in America right now, there's been lots of uh, rumors and whispers about possible uh, civil war of sorts that's been going on for such a long time uh, do you find any credibility when you hear things of that nature of there being something of that sort of going off in america i don't ever see that happening though to be honest with you even though they try to divide us so much i don't really see a quote-unquote civil war happening uh, jeff no no i agree with you and you know as a um uh intelligence officer i talk a lot about war you know, and I'm a, a war veteran, uh, but I talk about generations of war. We've already had our civil war. Civil war is the worst kind of war because it's a nation fighting itself. We've already had that. But what I, uh, if you get into generations of war, like a zero generation wars, everybody fights uh, like ants. Uh, third generational war is what you would put World War II into. Um, and uh, fourth generational war, is um, uh, organic resistance uh, wars, such as the uh, American uh, resistance to uh, Britain, uh, Vietnam, Somalia, uh, Afghanistan, all of those. And fifth generation of war is a, a doesn't even look like war. It's hard to know the first rule of war, which is when you're in one, because the combatants aren't in uniforms. Uh, and it's a lot of biodigital directed energy weapon uh, warfare uh, going on. And so I say that we are in World War Four, not three, because three was the global war on terror. I have my service ribbon from that. Uh, and uh, global means world. Uh, and uh, we are in a fourth generation resistance movement. Uh, legal, moral, ethical, and nonviolent, because I'm not advocating anything illegal, immoral, unethical, or violent, although the left does continually, blatantly, and overtly, against a fifth-generation democide uh, 
world government. So it's the resetters against the resistance, uh, or to put it more succinctly, it's the parents against the pedos. Absolutely. I agree with you 100% on what you said there. And now, the big issue now is uh, Ukraine and Israel. And lawmakers are trying to pass an emergency aid package now to fund Ukraine and Israel, something around the lines of $95 billion again. Good Lord, uh, Jeff. Yeah, it's insane. And I will say that I've always said Ukraine, which means borderland, by the way, it was really part of Russia always, like Taiwan. People don't want to hear it, but it is the uh, truth. In fact, Kiev was the head of the Russian Orthodox uh, Church, which is why, by the way, the deep state, the satanic deep state hates Russia so much because oh. there's still a, uh, an organized church that is resisting it, unlike the Pope, uh, who's all in uh, uh, on that. And I was raised Catholic, and, but there's still, and there's still some, there's great Catholic people, but Catholic Church is a mess. Um, uh, but uh, the, the Ukraines were losing, they are losing, and they will lose, to be uh, clear. Yeah. The purpose was for uh, Obama and Luger went over there in 05 and established the biolabs. So that the big, and that's the U.S. biolabs, just 46. But the big pharma um, companies started testing peop on people uh, and children and babies. And that's the real, um, the real runners. That's why you see... Pfizer supporting the Grammys with their right. devil shows and uh, Novo Nordisk commercials on CNN. And, and they're just cartels. They're just corporate cartels. They're uh, yeah. just like the Sinaloa cartels I fought, except these guys have ties. That's right. I love that. And we'll, we'll get into that here during the end. But I wanted to bring up um, the fact that Pfizer and Moderna, they were big pharma, basically. They were in the pockets of everyone especially uh, plenty of things like uh, Fox News and all the other sort of um, conservative networks out there, as well as the ones on the left. They all took that big pharma money, including Fox News. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's what the spots are for, because, you know, Pfizer isn't really selling a product on Fox, but they're buying them off. They're buying with the ads, and that came yeah. out. I mean, everyone gladly took that money, yeah. 100%. So uh, it's pretty crazy, though. A lot of the, the anchors you see, the left and the right, a lot of them are boosted up, my friend. To get into that studio, you, have, you had to take that shot during that era, during that time period. Yeah, and, but it's, mm -hmm. the, the, uh, the funny thing is to watch them drop dead on, on the news desks and on the football fields uh, daily at this point. Um, yeah, it's, it's a crazy thing. And uh, Jeff, obviously, I don't believe that you're vaxxed in any sense, um, but... How about those in your family? Were they also deluded and deceived by that black box in their living room, like so many others out there? No, my wife and children are not bioweaponed. Oh, never good, good, good. Some of my uh, family, yes, were oh, propagandized, no. but now they are more aware of it. And actually, nobody's going for it anymore. So the COVID PSYOP, which I call the greatest PSYOP since the garden, um, uh, is over. That's not working anymore. That was uh, a, a very weird time uh, for everything, uh, Jeff. The world uh, was at a standstill. And that was the plan. You know, it was uh, patented nine months before uh, Moderna, Pfizer, and Moderna comes straight out of uh, the military. I mean, you got to go back to Nixon 
says destroy the bioweapons. CIA goes into Fort Detrick, pulls the uh, uh, the bio uh, threats out of Detrick, controls it, uh, puts it through uh, Arda, Barda, DARPA, uh, and then gives it to Moderna uh, and starts the whole thing up, dis- deploys it at the World Games and in China, uh, all of that. And I mean, really, it's just the same thing that I saw uh, back in my days uh, in Honduras and Nicaragua that the CIA was doing. It's just on a much grander, more scale level. Yeah. So in terms of the end game here with uh, Ukraine and Israel and, of course, Russia, in terms of uh, Israel, what's the end game with them? They seem not to be listening to anyone. Benjamin Netanyahu is now a dictator. And always has been, in my opinion. He's uh, wrecking shop. He's ignoring uh, what we've been saying to him to do a stand down. He seems to have gone rogue in many ways. Well, no, we're not asking for a stand down. Uh, we did for a moment. Netanyahu there. comes out of uh, America. And so Netanyahu, and this really gets into uh, biblical revelation uh, prophecy of right. a great war uh, and a corruption. And this is where a lot of Christians disagree. and. I uh, called out uh, when I quit American Media Periscope, not when I didn't get fired from, that when I quit, because um, they censored my show uh, about October 7th. Uh, the new owner was Floyd Brown, who runs, runs Western Journal, friends with Jim Hoff, Gateway Pundit. Yeah, and these are all conservatives, by the way, and they all take their marching orders from you-know-who. Well, they're neocons. and the They're Israel all for, folks, yes. Uh, kill more, but I, I called him... Uh, an American Christian Zionist, which is, it's not a derogatory term, it's a technical term. It's somebody who follows Darby after the Civil War and the Schofield Bible that inserts, that has um, references at the bottom referring to, uh, and it's been modified, of course, because after the Civil War, there was no state of Israel, to uh, to prefer the state of Israel as God's Israel. Right. Which I do not say, I don't read scripture that way uh, at all, uh, but it is this: if uh, uh, a lot of American Christian Zionists think that you got to support Israel no matter what, Israel is a the Israel Zionist government are satanic uh, baby killers. You've all know Harari is out of there. Yeah, uh, they're they're terrible. They're very evil. Um, so uh, you know, I don't I don't support that at all. And and I'm a Christian chaplain who studies fervently Torah while I debase Talmud. And a lot of people get confused about that. Yeah. The Talmud is the rabbinic commentary on the Torah. Uh, and you should not, it says there's multiple genders and you can, you know, penetrate a nine-year-old girl. And yeah. just like uh, Muhammad. Um, uh, so yeah, Israel is a mess. Yeah, it's all in the Talmud, as you said, and of course they view Jesus as boiling in excrement, and Mary's a whore. Yeah, well, even a lot of Christians think uh, Mary Magdalene was a, a prostitute. Lady of the night. Scriptures don't say that at all. That's uh, that's a jump. That that is not scriptural uh, at all. I'm glad you believe these sort of things, though, because a lot of the conservatives out there, a lot of the Republicans out there, you know, they listen to people like Glenn Beck and Mark Levin. These are all people that want dual citizenship. I think Mark Levin actually does. And uh, back out there, he definitely wants that sort of thing. But a lot of these people, you know, they all get paid by folks from uh, Israel. 
I didn't know that uh, Beck did. That's real sad. No, That's true. I've, I've called out, and um, it's kind of a lonely post, is that, you know, Israel was in on the October 7th thing. Uh, so, I mean, they initiated it. They they knew it was being planned, just Absolutely. like 9-11. Oh, yeah. They all knew, just like we did. Just look at all the, the drills that were going on that morning. There is a lot that, that's uh, Super Tuesday, as I call it. All kinds of drills were going on that morning. It's a, it's a sick world we live in, uh, Jeff. And, uh, and I was going to say, the world will probably turn on Israel, just like many of the greats have predicted. I think even Pike once uh, said that as well. Well, the... Yeah, that is likely what is going to happen. And if you read Revelation, and it's and Revelation is difficult. I've probably read a dozen books on Revelation, and I study it, and it's still difficult um, to follow. Uh, but certainly, the the war uh, in and around Israel is going to continue to uh, enlarge. And I used to say that um, there wouldn't be a, a nuclear exchange. Because nuclear weapons, like conventional weapons, are relevant in fourth and fifth generational warfare. But after reading Revelation for like the seventh time or something, yeah. I do think there's going to be uh, some kind of a nuclear blast um, because it's referenced uh, in in Revelation, uh, a devastation uh, there. I'm glad you took us there. I'm not very religious, I, I'll be honest with you, but Revelation has always been something that I've always concentrated on and focused on. It's the most fascinating part of the whole very esoteric Bible, in my opinion. And again, I, I definitely do believe we will see a sort of a big event, uh, and Israel will be there. Yeah, Israel is center stage. Um, the, the good news is, in my reading of it, America is just a, a, a sad sideshow that continues to uh, degrade. Uh, yeah. You know, you can look for different, like Persia, that's clearly Iran. Some people say Rush is uh, Russia, but Rush, it can also mean head, as in Rasha Shashanah, the head of the year. Uh, some translations uh, say China. And and by the way, we like to use an Aramaic to English because uh, the New Testament was really spoken in Aramaic. And actually, there's a lot of scholarship that says the uh, Torah, the Old Testament, was originally written. Uh, in Aramaic uh, as well. Ah, interesting. Now, to move along here, even though this is always a very fascinating subject to me, just because of uh, time restraints here, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but tell me a little bit about Kiki Camarena and what the investigation uh, led to about the dark underbelly of uh, drug trafficking. Well, Kiki is a hero. Um, uh, I didn't know him, but I knew his partner. And Kiki was a former Marine who went to the DEA uh, back when the DEA, and I came into the DEA in 1990 uh, when it was still uh, kick-ass, dangerous, uh, and, um, but back in his day, it was really something. He was assigned to Mexico, uh, and he was able to burn a huge marijuana grow, uh, and then he was grabbed by uh, the Mexican police whom he worked with. Uh, and he was eventually tortured and murdered to death, and it was uh, recorded. Uh, and actually, the reason I joined the DEA was because when he was grabbed, yeah. his partner was grabbed, They everybody went out, pulled out all the stops and went out to get him back. 
uh, even at gunpoint in police stations. And this it was a kick-ass agency uh, uh, in my day. It turns out that, um, uh, and there's actually uh, the, the last narco, I think it's called, is a, there's a special on Amazon. They actually interview the cops who grabbed Kiki. One of them is totally possessed. If you want to see a real possessed guy, uh, you can watch that. Oh, and wow. it also turns out that there was a CIA guy mm. there when they were torturing Kiki uh, to death. So um, years later, I was working on the extradition of Miguel Caro Quintero, brother of Rafael, head of the Sinaloa cartel, uh, and of course, Rafael and maybe Miguel tortured and murdered uh, Kiki. And uh, when that was happening, that is how I got it, how I discovered that the DEA had the deal because uh, it was a big, big case. And uh, but the most difficulty was with my own government and they kept sabotaging it. And then eventually, when I said they were sabotaging it, they came after me. Uh, and they came after me from, I had been called to active duty 03 to 04 by the DIA to start up their counterterrorism group, CTOG, but that didn't happen. I ended up running their international uh, watch center, which took me to the White House and the CIA watch center and NSA watch center. And that was cool. But when I came back, they were targeting me because I'd gone to headquarters and said that uh, the head of the DEA back then, Michelle Leonard, who had been a DOJ attorney, had destroyed my case, uh, my extradition case. Uh, and that was the first um, cartel leader to be extradited. And eventually he was, but not through the Tucson case, through uh, the Colorado case. But then it came out later in the Nieva Zambada trial that the DEA had a deal. Uh, so the ATF uh, was running guns. The DEA was running drugs. The FBI was running the hitters that killed um, Keegan Camarena. And at the time, there were some great, heroic, legit guys like FBI uh, whistleblower agents uh, Garrett O'Boyle, Stephen Friend. In my day, it was Vince Shafalu, ATF, Vince Shafalu, John Dotson. Uh, and, you know, some of us were trying to um, stop it, uh, but it was coming from the top. And, you know, we've now since finally understood you know, what's really going on. And that's what I try and tell. Uh, everybody through my interviews and casts, what's really going on. And so get out of big government, get out of big church, get out of big, uh, big tech, big hospital, um, public school, all of that's corrupt and do it, do it on your own in your own community. And they had no problems going after you. <laughs> At one point, <laughs> yeah. uh, at one point, well, they moved me from Tucson to New York, away from my kids, and then um, to what I called the island of broken toys, because you couldn't. <laughs> and uh, uh, at one point, they flew me. Uh, they were investigating me. They were they were definitely trying to find a crime to charge me with. They never could. I was never charged, never convicted. But at one point, they they uh, I thought it was an OPR, Officer Professional Responsibility, which is what most people think of as internal affairs. I thought it was a rogue guy who had a thing for me, but one time they flew me from New York to LA to ask me one question about my taxes for a week. And uh, a week. Uh, yeah, I was there in LA for, and at that point I realized that a, a one OPR guy didn't have that kind of juice. I later found out that it was Michelle Leonard because uh, she was worried about what I was saying because uh, I was outing her um, of what she had 
she had done. Uh, but most of these uh, agency heads, these SES, these special executive service folks, never served, you know, in the agencies that they're running. Uh, and they're totally corrupt and they're totally enthralled to their uh, political uh, slave masters. And then that's what they uh, that's what they uh, run. But and at this right. point, the Department of Justice and the Department of Defense, you know, where I spent my entire career and the intelligence community are just almost totally corrupted. I would have to imagine a lot of them are. And that's all the way up the, the or down the pipeline. Rather, and uh, just another factoid about Kiki Camarena. That guy's actually uh, born and raised in Mexicali, not far from where I am in uh, El Centro. Yeah, he is a big hero, and um, he was betrayed by his own. And um, real sad story. And then, you know, I was I saw the uh, the documentary, and then realized that the there was a CIA guy. And of course, I worked with lots of CIA guys because I was DIA. Right. Uh, and, um, you know, same school farm and stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, it was just uh, a tragic um, epiphany to know that really the, the intelligence agencies and all these agencies, they're really just um, working for themselves. Yeah. And that really that that moment was uh, that moment of clarity for you that you found out that all of these people were. Sort of uh, not who they said they were. Yeah, I mean, I was crying. I I was crying. Luckily, my wife was there. But I, you know, because you always think well, you're going to take care of each other. You bring each other back, dead or alive. And to have you know <clears throat> one of our own betraying another one of our own was just uh, shocking. Yeah, it's pretty damning. What's going on. Yeah, I mean, you don't expect that that to happen or to see you know someone on your own side stabbing someone else in the back like that. But that's what goes on. And it exists in almost every facet of our lives, especially the government. And a lot of people like to say, well, these are conspiracy theories. This is this is that. Uh, well, conspiracies are, are real. And that's why people go to jail for them all the time, as I like to say here on the program. And uh, Jeff, help me understand a, a little bit more about the DOJ. I know they went after you. And uh, uh, something about the warrior school, if I recall correctly. I remember you kind of brought that up uh, on the show the, the very first time you were here. Oh, well, warrior school was is my tactical training company. And um, after I left active duty, uh, so I got called to active duty from DEA. because I was a still reservist, uh, 03 to 04, right as the second Gulf War kicked off. And they were deploying lots of uh, intel folks to Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, and um, there were a lot of, so these weren't shooters. These weren't tip of the spear. These were tail guys, support guys, and they didn't know how to shoot. And so uh, I'm a longtime uh, firearms instructor, you know, been to, to all the schools. And so I, I, uh, they, I put together a five-day pre-deployment course to train them, combat pistol, combat rifle. Um, night uh, shooting with uh, night vision, tactical driving, uh, trauma medicine, and actually saved a lot of lives, trained over uh, 20,000, got lots of flags and letters from people saved from the training. And so initially they came after me for, uh, well, the reason they were coming after me, I found out eventually, was that I was exposing uh, what they were, uh, the Sino cartel, but they said they were coming after me for outside employment, 
had permission for outside employment. Then they said I was a cult leader because oh of my chaplaincy, Christchaplaincy.com. I see. Uh, and they said, we don't want another Waco. I was thinking like, well, your guys are the ones who burned the women and children alive. Uh, not, uh, But, uh, you know, it, it just went on and on. It went on from 04 to 09. Oh, my God. They finally fired me. And I think at one time I had five attorneys. I spent like 75K and I was never even charged. And the, and the other part Oof. of it was then they just put, they have all these um, guys on the web that put out all kinds of lies about you and they're still out there. Um, That's but, what they do. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it, so if you remember the Trump Russian golden shower. Oh yeah, of course. Of story, course. Yeah. Uh, they did the same thing about me. They do that to everybody. That's just what they do. Uh, and so uh but you know now I when I <laughs> I give a speech in front of five thousand people and get a standing ovation or something or uh, but you know back in the day you know nobody really knew it was a real hard time. Um, yeah, I, I bet it was a very hard time, and these were times when uh, you know questioning certain things uh, you would get looked at like if you were a total scumbag basically. In terms of like nine eleven, a good a good example post nine eleven, if you. Or anyone else who questioned the narrative even a tiny bit, you were looked at as like a, a traitor of sorts. Yeah, and that's why I really like to have on, you know, Steve Friend and Garrett O'Boyle, the FBI whistleblowers, and Tara Reid, the HHS whistleblower. Yeah. And I really try and, you know, pray with them and uh, support them and tell them that they're going to come out. Because uh, this is really true. You know, at the time, I couldn't understand why I have to go? And it didn't just happen once, by the way. I had local government come after me, you know. And again, never been convicted of anything, never charged. And um, uh, but I can now look back and see that God was preparing me to be able to um, explain all this. And and um, so now when I'm in, when I'm interviewing another whistleblower, I'm like, hey, I know this isn't fun, but God's prepping you uh, for what God needs you to do later on, because I can now look back and see. In fact. But the first reawakened tour, the first one, uh, and they just are about to end after three years. Uh, uh, was standing there at the speaker's dinner with uh, Lindell and Flynn, and my wife went up to Flynn and said, uh, "Hey, you know what you just went through with the FBI? My husband went through ten years ago with uh, DEA, and God has kept you for this." Um, so, uh, you know, I'm out on the other side of it now, and I, I have something of a um, celebrity status uh, and listen and 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 that's nice but yeah i don't really the important thing is to understand what these guys are really trying to do to us and we need to we need to team up and neighbor up together follow god and help each other and and get out of big government and big tech and big hospital and all that absolutely well once again i do want to thank you for being a part of the program my friend we will uh, do this again and uh, talk about other things to a certain extent. But uh, again, thank you so much for being a part of the program. Go ahead and uh, plug anything you'd like, my friend. Uh, you can follow me at uh, jeffreyprather.com. Oh, yeah. You know what? I do have something to plug. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Get in there. Uh, I have a uh, you can if you want to see my proofs, go to patreon.com slash jeffreyprather and sign up at the five fifteen or twenty five dollar level. $25 uh, videos, training videos with me daily, shooting martial arts, uh, 15 resources, five curated news stories. But in um, you go to jeffpraise.com, uh, G-A-M, Great American Meetup, June 7th, 8th, and 9th. I'm having an uh, in-person uh, uh, event where I'm teaching 
my handgun martial arts, my unarmed defense, my in initiation tribal training, my chaplaincy with all my seniors uh, and the Team America guys will be there and the chaplaincy guys will be there and it's um, it's uh, going to be a great event and right now it's half price so uh, if you if you're interested in uh, my stuff then this is a chance to come and train with me and my seniors directly and develop develop these um, circles of interlocking trust as things get worse and I'm saying they are I'm saying it's all going to collapse we need to neighbor up with each other very nice that's uh, his website is jeffreyprather.com the prather point check them out there once again thank you so much for being a part of the program i'll see you on the other side thanks and there he goes boys and girls that was tonight's guest i hope you enjoyed that one as much as i did and please remember to go to michaeldeacon.com and pick up some merchandise or if you want bonus material please direct yourself to patreon.com forward slash michael deacon plenty of episodes there never heard anywhere else you can also sign up on youtube if you desire just search the Michael Deacon program and of course take us on the road by searching the Michael Deacon program and boom we're right there for you as I tell all my guests it's always a honor and pleasure to do this program for you once again boys and girls I'll see you on the other side and with that said the world is a mysterious place and life itself is a mystery until next time good night my wings Unneeded hornets I thought I thought of everything No navigator to find my way home Unlaid and empty and turned to stone A soul intention that's learning to fly Conditioned, grounded but determined to try
of the night There's no sensation 